Okay, guys, welcome back. This is the FPL 21-22 season preview pod. Um, I'm here with the right, my right-hand man, the FPL addicts guru, Matthew Day. Um, it's Jack here from Esports Live. It's just us through the studio today as we do a little quick preview going into the season. Matt, you must be ecstatic. We are back. Oh, brilliant, Jack. Can't wait for it. You know, there's only a... Uh... You know, a few weeks to go. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be tasty. There, you know, I've been through the the list of players. I've checked the fixtures, and yeah, raring to go. I can't wait. We've been on a, a little Euro journey, international duty the last couple of weeks. It's still going on right now. Uh, we're just waiting for this semi-final with England. But we've been scouting. We've been scouting Europe, looking at all these uh, signings, how the how they're looking, shaping up, ready for um, to come back to the Premier League. We know England are dominating the Euros at the moment, and we know. The English Premier League is the best league in the world. Um, some of the talent out there has been step; they've been stepping up and and showcasing what they've got and why they are coming to the Premier League uh, or why they are playing in the Premier League as well. Um, anyone caught your eye in particular over the Euros for the Premier League? Oh yeah, there's been a few. Look, I'll um, I've got to go straight to England. There's players that you know, Luke Shaw. I know he was brilliant in FPL last season, but I think the way he's played for England has shown that. You know, he's, he's becoming a bit of a must-have, I think, next year. He's priced at 5.5 um, for United, and I think you know, he's really caught my eye. Uh, Jack Grealish, again, obviously he's had limited minutes, but, you know, absolutely brilliant and, um, yeah, really caught my eye. And then, you know, if we if we look a bit further afield and maybe go to the Dutch, there was Dumfries, who, you know, might get a Premier League move. Um, if he does, I think he could be on a lot of our, uh, you know, our team sheets. So, yeah, those, those three have definitely uh, caught my eye so far. No, spot on. And uh, the list goes on, like you said, and there's a number of players who have even left the Premier League this year who we say goodbye to. I was actually quite excited about even uh, Genie Wijnaldum leave, leaving Liverpool. He's become a new superstar after his performances for the Dutch. He's the main man and we won't even get to see that in the Premier League. I think Liverpool have missed a trick there with him. Yeah, he's looked brilliant, hasn't he? And I think, um, you know, in, in FPL, when he was at uh, Newcastle, he was kind of a bit more advanced and he got quite a lot of goals and he had some pretty good, I think there was one game he got four goals in and he had a super score and then went to Liverpool and he went a bit defensive and, you know, played a different role. And, you know, it would have been nice to see him stay in the Premier League and, you know, play in that attacking position. But, yeah, he's gone and Gareth Bale's gone as well, um, you know, which is, you know, I'm a bit gutted about that. I can't see him coming back. So, yeah, a couple of, uh, you know, Premier League legends that won't be part of the game next year, which is a bit sad. No, that's it. But we move on from there. And obviously, we're back. We've got our competitions now back live. Um, how did you go last year, Guru? Where did you come in our uh, in our in our comp in our little free mini competition? Oh, yeah, it was it was, it was a tough league. You know, it was a, a long slog. 150 people in the league. I, I think I'm tenth in the end. So, um, yeah, I'll, I think I'll take that. I think obviously, all the listeners and you know, viewers of the pod will remember my my first few months were terrible, and you know, I was really really struggling and. You know, I managed to turn it around in the end and come tenth in the league out of a hundred. You know, fifty. I'll, I'll take that. But you know, I want more next season. I want to be in that. You know, top oh, that's four. It. Yeah, no, spot on. I think um, you know, I finished on the uh, just on the outside of the forty. I think for the first season. But I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. I've had a good little run in the Euro, so I'm hoping to bring that form into the new season. Um, so yeah, obviously we're going into our second season. Um, obviously, esports live and the FPL Addicts partnership. Uh, we're very excited. We're bringing some new uh, things to the table as well. Uh, the paid mini has been a success for the Euros. Uh, I think you'll agree there. And we're excited to bring that format into the FPL season. 
Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to bring up the share screen here and we can just have a quick look on our website here. So I'm just on the e-sportslive.com.au forward slash FPL Addicts website. So on the webpage here, we've um, just got a bit of information about how to listen to the podcast and the, and the video cast, but we've also got the information about how to enter into the competitions for 21-22 season. So what we've done, we've got our traditional free paid uh, free mini league but we've also brought into our paid mini league so with that is actually going to be a subscription base so we've chatted to a number of members of our community and what they wanted and what they said is that being part of a you know a low cost entry so four Aussie dollars a week and what you do you subscribe for 38 weeks to create a cash pool so in there um what we're looking for is members to come and join New members are obviously more than welcome. We want to grow this community. We've got a great community on Discord with a huge contribution on there. Um, so what they do, what they do, and simply enter 38 weeks, four dollars a week. And what we're offering each week is a manager of the week prize. So you can win 20 Aussie dollars in there on a weekly basis. So 38 of them available. And what we've done there, we've also put a um, a percentage of the revenue. So we want to reinvest back into there. Uh, reward all our community if you finish first second or third in our competition there's different uh rates what you can get there with the cash prize total so you know we're literally giving back 15 percent of the revenue to get that cash prize so you know if we get 100 players in there guru you could be coming out with um you know 1500 dollars oh look you know there's some big money at stake um you know and you don't need to really put too much in either to begin with so you know it's pretty low risk um you know there's a lot to play for and like you said, first, second, third prize, manager of the week prizes. Um, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. And um, yeah, look, it's um, it's open globally as well. So you don't need to just be in Australia. You can be anywhere in the world. Um, similar to our Euro Fantasy League, we've we've got players from you know, numerous countries, numerous regions. So yeah, get involved. It doesn't matter where you live. You know, come and come and join. Yeah, that's it. And you know, all you have to do is have that PayPal account to subscribe. So yeah, like you said, Guru is pretty much globally you can you can join in there. And of course, we're going to be having our free mini mini league in there as well. Claim the bragging rights as Tom's Tom Stones did. Um, if you're for, he's based in the UK, he got two thousand five hundred and eleven points last year. Absolutely crazy haul he brought in. He um, he was top from there. I think I think from game week two or three, um, and stood there. So. It's the uh, the free mini league is obviously open now. Both these competitions as well, Matt. They they both have the uh, the cup competitions in there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the cup? Yeah, so we're going to have an FPL Cup mode in both. So it just runs and streamlined with the official FPL Cup. So when the FPL Cup, uh, the global one, opens up, normally I think it's around Christmas time. Um, our FPL leagues will then have a cup, which is generated by the app and will by the website. Um, so you'll have a random fixture against someone in the league and it'll be a head-to-head. Um, and again, with the paid league, there'll be a prize. So, you know, round one, I could draw Jack. If I beat him, he goes out, I go through. And it takes me one step closer to the next round and, and to some prize money. So, you know, we'll have in that league run for both the paid and, and the free league. So um, it will run in uh, in tandem with the uh, official FB, FBL Cup as well. So, yeah, more, uh, more prizes and, and more bragging rights as well winning that. It's, Always nice to get a trophy on the side as well. Um, you know, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd love that as a, as a Spurs fan. I'd take any cup. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, looking forward yeah, you, to that one. I'm I'm uh, I'm sure your uh, trophy cabinet has never actually uh, become a trophy cabinet <laughs> as as of yet. It's still a cabinet, right? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, both of these cups, I'll uh, I'll be wanting to win in both the paid and the mini. So, you know, if you think you can beat the guru, get involved. 
yeah, and that's it. So what, what we've got there, we've got the free mini. So the code for that one is 1KSRYW. That is 1KSRYW. And that is for our free mini. So you can go in there, type that code in and enter into our community there. Um, and then you'll also be able to join our Discord community, which is, uh, there is a link on our website. Um, and so you can jump on, on the website now, click join the Discord community and there'll be a, a free mini channel on our Discord so you can get all advice direct to the guru and all the rest of the nonsense that the uh, the panel and all our uh, community come up with. So a mix of advice and opinions. And if you want that, the, the paid mini, four Aussie dollars a week for 38 weeks, that'll, that'll start as soon as you sign up. Um, commit to that and then we're, uh, we're hoping to get you on as many players as possible into that one to make it as uh, competitive as possible uh, and a bit of cash in your pocket. So we're very excited. All details on the website, head to e-sportslive.com.au forward slash FPL addicts. Perfect. So obviously now we've got that structure out of the way. It's up and running. It's all live. So the, it, it's going to be happening now, Matt. So super excited about that. I uh, can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. Look, both leagues are going to be uh, really exciting and you know we want to get as many players as possible involved. And uh, like Jack mentioned before, the Discord community is absolutely brilliant. We've got a lot of members on there already. It's a safe space as well. Um, you know, Good banter, good football chat. So yeah, get involved in, in the leagues, get involved in the Discord and it's, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, spot on. So what we're going to do now, we're just going to have a quick look on some of these asset reviews. So this is this is all the exciting, all the all, all the excitement where it all starts. The headaches begin. You know, we're four weeks away from the uh, from the kickoff for the for the uh, for the FPL and the EPL. Um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting how this goes. But I think uh, Matt, you wanted to start on maybe some goalkeepers just to just to check out. Maybe we will pick a, one of these each and then on to the different positions. Yeah, let's do it. I'm thinking. Look, goalkeeper. You know, obviously there were some big performances last season from the likes of Martinez. You know, he was brilliant. Uh, Nick Pope has obviously been consistent for years. But if I'm picking a goalie first up, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, might want someone that's going to be safe most weeks. You put a little bit more money in there. And, and you know, I'm liking Mendy from Chelsea. I think, um, you know, his overall for, for 38 game weeks, I think you know, with Tuchel, cool, they're going to get a lot of clean sheets and he can uh, you know, come out and get get a lot of points, clean sheets and, and save points. He's a solid goalie. I've, I've liked what I've seen so far. Yeah, and Chelsea, obviously, with um, Tuchel in charge, they've, the clean sheets go low, weren't they, last season? Did you, it was like, what, 20? I think 20 and... Was it 20 clean sheets, was it? Something like that in that 30-odd oh, game? Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was it, something crazy, it was, right? It was a lot. I think he went on... They went on about seven or eight games, conceded maybe one goal. And, you know, Mendy was a big part of that. And... So they ended up winning the Champions League and got a clean sheet in that game as well. And I think, um, you know, if you want to go safety first, then yeah, someone like Mendy is a really good shout. Yeah, top choice with him. I'm sure they're looking to strengthen in front of, of him as well, even more so. Um, obviously, we noticed uh, Martinez, who was obviously a bit of a cult hero for everybody last season. He's, he's shopping value slightly to, you know, 5.5. Uh, what's your thoughts on him this year? I still think he's going to do well. Um, I've been keeping an eye on him in the uh, Copa America for Argentina and you know, they've not been conceding many goals at all. I'm not sure if they've even letting a goal to date and he's obviously secured their number one spot. And I think, uh, you know, he'll, he'll continue to make saves for Villa. Um, he's a good keeper and at five and a half again, like, you know, good option. Um, but yeah, he's a bit more premium now, but um, yeah, he's definitely still going to make the saves. I think I, I don't think he's a one season wonder. I think he'll still do the business. 
No, and you'll notice he's already been picked by 38% of the uh, the football community out there. Um, you know, everyone's straight in on him after his performances. You know, I know it's Edison's only 9.1 there. He's obviously a big choice, but he's always always an expensive kind of asset in there, similar to what Mendy is. Um, I think I'm just going to go look at... Um, let me have a look on here. Uh, Gaeta for a Crystal Palace, you know, 4.5, great value. Um, is Crystal Palace, you know, with, without Roy now. Uh, obviously, Patrick Vieira's coming there. I think uh, the Palace hopeful or hope, um, hoping he can carry on with the uh, defensive kind of mindset, but bringing in some of those attacking values, you know, that they used to have with the Invincibles back in the day. But hopefully that doesn't um, stop Gaeta from uh, stopping the goals. What do you think of him? Yeah, he's a very solid keeper. Good thing as well, you know, you've got four and a half million and even if Palace do let in the odd goal, you'd expect save points. So, you know, you get that extra point uh, for every three saves. So I think, you know, that along with some bonus on a cheap budget goalie, then yeah, I think that's a great pick, Jack. Yeah, nice. So I'll, I'll think I'll go with him and then you're on Mendy. So yeah, two nice choices in there and not too expensive overall, I guess, but between the two. So we're going to uh, defenders here, Matt. Who are you thinking, mate? Obviously, I've been watching a lot of the Euros. We've been playing the Euro fantasy and, you know, it's all we're kind of, it's, it's fresh in the mind. So I think I'm going to go look at Luke Shaw. Um, again, you know, he's kind of a, he's not quite premium. He's not quite 7 million, 6 million. I think he's about five and a half. And, you know, that could be an absolute bargain in this, um, you know, in this United team, especially if, you know, someone like Varane comes in alongside Maguire. Um, you know, you could be looking at a really strong back four uh, with one Bissaka in there as well. Dean Henderson in goal. Um, and he gets forward, he gets assists, he might get the odd goal. And yeah, United, I think there's a period from game week 15 to 27 or, or, or 13 to 27 where they've got green fixtures. Yeah, check so out all them. Yeah, I think even Arsenal from game week 14, that can count as well, can't it, mate? So oh, from 14 yeah. through to 27, looking good in there, United. And like you said, if they can even strengthen even further with someone like Varane in there, Luke Shaw's going to get the licence to keep bombing on, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I, th- I think, um, yeah, for me, um, there's going to be a stage. I don't know if it's at the start, because obviously if England make this final, um, you know, we don't know what condition they're going to come back in uh, for the first sort of couple of game weeks. But I think, um, you know, as the season goes on, um, Shaw's probably going to be, you know, a must-have in, in a lot of sides. I think he'll have very high ownership. Yeah, listen, top choice in there. Um, I'm going to start off just with a, a favourite from everybody last year uh, with uh, Mr. John Stones. Obviously, he's having a great uh, Euros at the moment. He's um, He looked great last year. 14 clean sheets. He got got up four. He got four goals scored. Um, he's definitely a threat. Great with his feet. Great with his head. Um, and obviously, with Diaz next to him, uh, who's obviously the more expensive option. Uh, I'm still thinking Stones is going to come in there ahead of Laporte um, and be the, you know his, his central partner. Um, so I think for him, you know, with something like that team around him he's got and the way he finished uh, last season, he's, he's, a, he's a sure start for me and someone I'm definitely looking to get in. So I think John Stones, uh, what do you reckon to him, mate? Yeah, I agree. I think five and a half million is, is a bit of a bargain, really. When yeah. you, know, you think back to last season, there was that game week where he got two goals and you know, all those clean sheets in a row. And, you know, he was, in, he was an attacking threat for most of the season. There was other games he, he got goals in too. So, you know, I'm actually surprised that he's only five and a half, um, especially if he gets the starts. I thought they might have put him to about six and um, maybe Diaz six and a half or, you know, maybe yeah. both six. So, yeah, five and a half. Like, he's, you know, when City's, um, you know, get going and, and they've got a lot of green, then he's someone that's probably going to be on, on your team sheet as well. No, spot on. Um, and then obviously into midfield. Now, now this is going to be the tough one because I think some of these, uh, you know, the 
undervalued assets last year have gone rocketed in price now, and it's making it very difficult for all the fantasy managers out there already who are creating these the, the draft teams for ready for game week one. Who have you got your eyes on so far? Yeah, look, there's obviously you've got all your premiums in there, uh, like the usuals of Fernandez and Son, De Bruyne, and you know those types of guys. Salah as well. Can't can't miss Salah out. Um, but look, if I'm if I'm thinking someone in in midfield who um, you know, he's not going to break the bank. Um, I'm going to go back to a cult hero from last year. He's had a positional change. It's going to be Stuart Dallas from Leeds. So you know, he was a defender last year and he was a cult hero. He was getting points galore most weeks. And he's been reclassified as a midfielder. But I'm, you know, I'm looking at his price, five and a half million. You're going to be able to have him as your fifth midfielder. Um, you know, put him in there when Leeds fixtures are good. Um, I think he's going to be a brilliant rotation sub. He's got a chance of a clean sheet point. And he does score goals, so you know it could be a bit of a, uh, a sue check of of midfield this season. Yeah, no, that's probably right. Five point five, great value. Like I said, uh, eight goals scored, three assists, Mister Versatile. Um, so definitely a, an asset to look for. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be picking him, and already you can see eighteen point three percent of their fantasy managers out there have already picked him. Um, for me, I think uh, someone obviously we've got to keep an eye on going into his. Uh, Going into this next season, it's Lampard's baby just next to Dallas there, Mason Mount. Um, you know, he's golden boy, he's golden child. He's, you know, he, even though he's not been prolific in the Euros, if like last season, uh, I just it just showed how important he is to his Chelsea team. Um, I still think he's great value at 7.5. You know, versus him, uh, you know, versus Greal issues in eight, that 0.5 uh, million is going to make a big difference to your teams and your budget. But I think, yeah, Mason Mount going in there, I think he's, yeah. Super important, um, major part of that Chelsea team last year. Um, so definitely someone to look out for. What do you? What's your thoughts on Mason Mount? Yeah, look, I, I like the shout there with the 0.5 difference between Grealish. Um, thing with Mount, I think he just needs to really explode in terms of his his output. Um, you know, so he needs to be scoring goals. He needs to be getting those assists. He he controls a lot of games from from quite deep sometimes, and then you know, then when he does get to push forward and. You know, he can he can strike a ball and he and he can thread a pass, but you know probably just doesn't quite get the numbers. But I think at seven and a half, um, you know, a full season under Tuchel, um, you know, probably even more new signings in there, and you know, being able to feed players like Havertz, who you know has improved over time, I think he yep. could really go under the radar at seven and a half million. But again, as long as he improves his uh, you know his go output, he, he could be yeah he could be huge. Yeah, if he can get those double digits in the form of uh, you know Havertz during the during the Euros here. He's, um, you know, I think he's going to be on the goal scoring, and maybe if Werner finds his feet, he's going to uh, those assist um, numbers will go up as well, right? Yeah, I agree. And also the corners, if he, you know, gets some corners, he took a nice one for England the other day, and you know, Chelsea got some big centre backs that you know, they're pretty good from set pieces. So yeah, for seven and a half, that's that's definitely a really good shout. Um, and I think uh, we'll we'll probably see him in a lot of teams, maybe not from the start, but over time. But again, you know, get on him early if you've got that feeling. You know, get him in early. Yeah, that's it. And what's your feeling in general? Obviously, uh, picking picking players to stick with and you know part that part of those plans that fantasy managers have, um, getting them in early to get the value before they start hitting form. Are you, are you planning more so for that with your teams, or is that something you usually do? Yeah, look, I'd like to. It's it's something I tried to do, but um, you know, I think this year could be very difficult because we've got the Copper America, we've got the Euros, so. You know, players arriving back late, teams might be a bit different, you know, around game week four to what they were at game week one. Um, so I'd, it's something I'd like to do, but it's just, 
not sure if I can do it as much this season. Maybe a Dallas, you know, and a goalkeeper because goalkeepers they don't normally get too much rest or rotation. Um, but yeah, it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be difficult to find you. You know, your James Justins and yeah, you know, those types of guys. But at the same time, they're they're always there. Um, you know, it's it's exciting stuff. Yeah, top man. And now onto our forwards. Now the guys who score all the goals, the ones we go crazy for every time. Uh, now there was a lot of good assets. Uh, that we found last year and a lot of them came into form a bit later than others but you know who's at the top of the radar for you yeah there's there's a lot but if i'm going to pick one uh for his price i think i might go with ollie watkins um for aston villa you know he's pretty high up in the, in the ranks last year with his points um you know he got a lot of, quite a lot of goals and assists and you know he scored in a lot of bundles as well so he was a good captain option um seven and a half million i think's you know a bit of a bargain when um you know, I think Bamford might be around the eight million mark. Um, yeah, I think uh, Watkins this season potentially has a higher ceiling, uh, you know, in my opinion, than, than Bamford for this this coming season. So, yeah, seven and a half I think is really really good. But you know, that is for me, it, it could be dependent on Grealish obviously staying at Aston Villa. Yeah, we all know how important Grealish is um, to that team, and if he doesn't make this City move, which is obviously heavily linked with. Um, you know, he's going to be pivotal to that Villa team, and with Watkins on the end, if them two can combine and link up, then they're on for a flyer, aren't they? Again, um, yeah. if we go on to um, obviously on my one, I think you know you talked about the seven point five in there. Now the number of assets who kind of uh, bounce up at that price as well. Now guys who finished the season, Ian Nacho, absolutely epic form, finished with twelve goals, stepped up for Leicester. Uh, while Vardy was kind of um, you know injured, and then when even when Vardy came back in, um, he was absolutely banging them in at seven point five. You know he's a, he's definitely one I'm looking at, and also uh, Antonio seven point five. You know he finished on ten goals. He um, had a couple of injuries, didn't he, last season? But he definitely stepped up for West Ham when they needed him and became that pivotal man. So I think you know for me, I'm bouncing between them two. I'm kind of stuck on the fence, if I'm honest. Um, anything to decide between them two? Yeah, look, two very good choices. Um, Antonio, like you said, he's you know, brilliant in, in fancy league. Ended the season strong, but there is always that you know, hamstring sort of issue. But he's had the summer off. Um, you know, he might be uh, you know, might be on the mend and, and good to go from the start. Um, and then Ihi and Acho, um, you know, Leicester's fixtures look nice early on. Um, you know, they're, they're they're improving their side as well. They're signing some good players. The only thing is, you know, and They've got this Daku, um, you know, Deku who's come in. Um, you know, will that take Ihe and Nacho's spot or will you know he be eased in the team? Will there be a formation change? You know, that's it's probably the only kind of you know question mark over that one. But you know, Elliot Craig is obviously one of our hosts. He, he did make a good point in um in our Discord chat. Um and he did say, you know, it could be more of a case of Daku's coming in to eventually take the place of Vardy, um, you know, as as Vardy gets older. So yeah, that's one to keep an eye on. But I do like both of them. Um, had to pick between two. I think Antonio is, is the safest bet. Um, you know he's going to start. Yeah, that's it. Some cracking choices to be had. Um, especially men- mention your man Harry Kane in there. He's not been mentioned yet. No, obviously he's <laughs> the um, you know the highest point scorer as a striker last season. Um, you know we don't quite know where he's going to be from day one. Um, you know I, I still think he's going to be retained by. Um, by Spurs, I can't see him, uh, you know, going to City unless they put in a, a ridiculous bid. So um, he will come into a lot of our teams, but I think 
know, with the Euros, if England do go all the way, Kane is notorious to kind of start seasons a little bit slower. Um, and I think he'll kind of move into people's teams that sort of game week three, four mark. But yeah, again, you know, price as well. There's a, there's a lot of premiums this season, but um, yeah, he'll he'll definitely come into play at some point. And um, yeah, but unfortunately, I think couldn't quite couldn't quite mention him as a as a bargain just yet because he is twelve and a half. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be uh, one to mention soon when he's banging <laughs> in the goals. He's definitely worth that value. So we'll see how Harry Kane goes on. But that um, that kind of wraps up those uh, you know, previews for those uh, you know the bargain kind of ones and the ones to get in, ones ones to watch, I guess, going into this one when you when you're making your your teams. Um, so yeah, some really nice choices there. Yeah, some great picks. Yeah, so we'll move on to obviously looking at um, some fixtures, so the kind of the teams to watch, which is obviously a big part of your the guru section once we get into the uh, into the FPL season. So uh, looking out onto like the kind of first ones, we'll we'll jump onto uh, I suppose Man United. Um, you know, we're looking so I'll just click on Cavani and look at the fixtures that are coming up. Um, so it's going to be kind of two stages for United going into the start of the season. Now the first, you know, f- you know, out the first six. The, first, like the five of them kind of jump out. You know, the, the FDR has got a couple of greens on there for a few and they've got Wolves away, leads at home. Um, so five of the six are looking quite good. And obviously we've already mentioned that second one from game week 14 to 27. A lot of greens coming up on the screen. Um, so what are you thinking? What are you thinking in there, Guru, um, as a team to watch? Yeah, look, I've got I've got to agree. Um, you know, with Sancho coming in, um you know they've been linked. You guys have been linked with uh, Varane as well, um, so you know that's improving the team in two positions uh, that need to be improved. Um, you know those early fixtures look good, but there's a bit of red coming in there. But yeah, that that spell between you know green there that goes all the way up to game week 27 is just you know on paper that just looks phenomenal. So yeah, I think United are definitely a team to target with. You know those first few fixtures, and then yeah, then that that middle season range of fixtures that's just I've not seen anything like that in FPL in a long time. Or yeah, ever. A, yeah, or ever. Yeah, <laughs> United have had a, a good look in, uh, you know, drawing there and, you know, over that kind of Christmas period when it's games are crazy and, you know, obviously United are going to have a good bit of depth to the squad. It's, um, you know, to have all them green fixtures is very nice. So I think it's a really important time going in, you know, when you're looking at your assets, if you haven't, you know, if you're not going to play that wild card in your first kind of section when you put a few United assets in there you're going to be all right and ride that ride the Reds in the uh, in that kind of October November period and then coming out in December uh, it's going to be looking quite good so it's definitely worth um, worth the investment with those assets especially if you can you know maybe if it's not Bruno if you're not putting Bruno in and spread the load and you know and triple up on um on a couple in there you're going to be um yeah you're going to be looking quite good yeah got to agree there mate um, so another one who's another team that I obviously generally catch RI every season. Um, I'll pick on Bobby Firmino here and look at the uh, the Liverpool fixtures. Uh, so, so what's going on here, Guru? Yeah, look, a lot of green early on. They obviously play Norwich in the first game. Liverpool got a pretty ridiculous record against them. I think they seem to beat them convincingly, whether it's home or away. And I remember back in FPL days when Suarez was around and he used to get hat-tricks galore against them so um, yeah I think early on you look at that that bit of green um, in that opening sort of six seven games and yeah they're definitely one to watch and I think um, you know there's going to be players that are going to come back really fresh um, Alexander-Arnold um, you know, missed the Euros had a bit of a niggle but 
Uh, he'll be back firing. Robinson, Robertson come out pretty early in the Euros, as we know. And I think, you know, they'll both be flying. Van Dijk's going to be back. Um, you know, they've got this uh, new centre-back, is it Konate? Um, you know, he could come in and you know, I think he's going to be brilliant for them as well. Um, yeah, so th- those fixtures early on, you, you've got to back a, a Liverpool asset or two, I think. Yeah, I think so. And as you mentioned, obviously, we've had the Euros in Copa America and obviously there's only Bobby Firmino who's kind of been away on that duty, hasn't he? So, you know, the likes of Salah. Fabino, I think Fabino. Yeah, and Fabinho, sorry, but I was, I, yes. I, was, I was just going to talk about the uh, attacking uh, kind of threats in there. Um, yeah. Obviously, with Salah and Mane not not away on you know on international duty as such, you know, um, I think it's going to be a, you know, they're going to be raring to go, aren't they? And, and you know, Yota leaving the competition early from Portugal too. Um, they're going to come in there and be absolutely flying and raring to go for the start of the season. And, and you know, they've got Van Dijk back. What a player. What a player to bring oh. back into your team after a year or a season off. Oh, yeah. I think... Um... I think they're going to hit the ground running, um, you know, and it could be the return of Mane. You know, he still got high points last season, but he was you know, a bit off some weeks, and he just wasn't hitting yeah. the, the points that we'd seen in previous years. One thing I'll say with Liverpool, though, is you want to get on them early, but you know, that January time could be a bad stage because I think they might have the African Cup of Nations this season. Um, yeah, they'll which, be going to that. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a few on that, so probably going to have to use all your Liverpool players in that sort of first half of the season and then reassess in, in January. But yeah, brilliant opening fixture. Cracking. So, uh, yeah, guys, keep your eye on Liverpool and see what assets you're looking to get into there and um, fill your squad, maybe even a triple up on them as well. But going on to the next kind of team that we're going to be looking at is um, is Aston Villa. Uh, we've already mentioned, obviously, Watkins as a player to watch. Uh, going on to Villa here, they've got the opening three fixtures, uh, two home draws and an away because we've got Watford, Newcastle and Brentford. How are uh, Villa line up for you? Yeah, I think looking at Villa, it's all about that potential immediate gain. So, you know, probably wouldn't be too want to look at Villa from sort of that game week four uh, to sort of seven region. But if you want to try and get off to a quick start with those first three games, then, you know, you might want to target a Villa player or two. And, you know, we'll see how, uh, you know, if Grealish gets to come back and start early on, if he, if he stays, you know, Ollie Watkins, Matt Target, who, you know, was brilliant last season. And then they've also signed, is it Buen, Buendia? Um, uh, Buendia, yeah, from Norwich. Buendia. Yeah. From Norwich, so they reckon he's uh, you know got a bit about him going forward. He was, he was pretty good in the Premier League last time. Um, so yeah, they're they're definitely one to watch. Obviously, Martinez that we spoke about. So yeah, those first three games, I think um, I think we'll see a lot of overloads on on Villa. Um, uh, but they look good with those green fixtures, two promoted sides. Yeah, we know how strong they were in, uh, defensively going into last season. The you Oconza know, and Mings, um, you know, was, and with Martinez behind that that, that you know that trio, that triangle. They were they were rocks, weren't they? Oh, they were brilliant. Um, and I think uh, they're going to be popular choices. Obviously, Conz is a set-piece threat. Mings is a set-piece threat. Um, yeah, so really uh, worth looking at their defenders as well. Yeah, cracking. And kind of the final team that we're going to look at, uh, another team to watch, is uh, Leicester. Yeah, they've got to be on there, haven't they? they uh, you know, they've strengthened already. We mentioned Daku. Uh, I think they've signed uh, someone else from the French League. I think it's Samare, um, really highly rated player. Uh, and they always seem to do pretty good business, Leicester. Um, yeah, there's a lot of green in that opening kind of 10, 15 games. Um, so, yeah, Ihe Nacho could be one uh, that we mentioned, Daku. You know, even Vardy, you know, he's, pre- he's premium price and, you know, he does deliver every season. I've not seen him in too many draft teams and you know, definitely one to keep an eye on. 
Um, and then, you know, even Madison, he's had a, a whole summer off. Um, he didn't get picked for the Euros. He had his injury problems last year, but I think he'll be back, you know, fresh, free kicks, corners, the lot. Um, so, yeah, some really good options. And I think, uh, Jack, though, um, you know, is it uh, Castagna, the fullback, who was brilliant yeah. towards the end of the season? He's, is he long term? I'm not too sure he's getting how long he's going to be out for, but they've obviously bought in Bertrand from Southampton, uh, kind of as that backup. Uh, you obviously got Luke Thomas in there as well. Um, so if they're thinking, you know, we can cover for Castagna, and to be fair, he, he, he's been an absolute gun as well when he's been playing. He, he, you know, he would have been good to watch um, in for Belgium. But um, if he's out for a bit longer, then at least they've got a bit of cover in there. And those kind of assets might be um, good ones to look at as well, just as kind of squad fillers, because I know everyone's taking a lot of Brighton 4.5 and 4, 4 million players from Brighton. So maybe Bertrand and Luke Thomas might be the ones to look out for if they're starting. And with James Justin still out as well, um, you know, defensively in the fullback position, they might be uh, yeah, looking to rotate a little bit before, you know, as the season starts. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some good options there. Um, you know, and everyone's also looking at Fafana at four and a half million. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think if you can get a uh, one of the fullbacks, um, you know, if there's a fullback at four and a half million that's going to start, you know, maybe that first sort of 10, 15 games, then you know, it might get a bit more of an attacking threat there. And, and it could be, yeah, a good squad filler. So, yeah, interesting side, Leicester, and a lot of good, uh, good world price players in there as well. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, just looking at that now, we've got four, four kind of ones on the uh, on the FDR. You know, one of them's West Ham. You know, you've got United and City and Chelsea in there. But you know, out of the first eighteen fixtures, you know, looking uh, looking like a good opportunity for uh, those Leicester assets. So if you are looking at getting on them, check out them fixtures. Do a bit of research. Pick your kind of favourite ones in there, and you know, there's good ones like you said with the Madison, Ian Nacho, and you know, Jamie Vardy always gets the business done, doesn't he? Really. So we'll see how that goes from uh, from that point of view. All right, so going into um, kind of like the transfers, you know, we mentioned the likes of Daku for Leicester. Uh, we've already looked at Sancho uh, for United. Um, anyone else caught you around the transfer um, with the transfer business, Matt? Um, oh, I'd say Leeds retaining Jack Harrison um, is nice. big because you know at the start of FPL when we all logged in, he was a Man City player. It was a bit strange seeing that actually. Um, I think Leeds retaining him is huge. Uh, I think he's priced about six and a half million, which is a bit of a bargain. So I think them them signing him's good. Um, I'd probably say that's caught my eye. In terms of other transfers, um, yeah, the Sancho one uh, that's been mentioned. You know, I think that that's got potential to be you know, a huge fantasy football uh, you know player. Um, it could be a bit of Bruno or, or Sancho this season, um, or both if you can sort of fit them in. So. Probably say those two so far. Yeah, no, good shouts. And obviously the uh, the prospect ones of uh, Harry Kane or Grealish to City. Do you think it's worth, you know, so if Grealish does go to City, do you think his price value will increase on uh, on FPL? Oh, yeah, I really hope not. I, I, I'm not sure if um, you know, if FPL would, uh, would actually do that before the season. Um, but one thing that would happen is, his price would increase as, increase as the season goes on because I think mm. eight million, um, you know, and you get him in as a city player. This, you know, it's going to be a bargain. But you know, there's one thing that does, uh, you know, stop that, and it's the old pet roulette. So, um, but yeah, if he gets the uh, if he gets that signing Guardiola and then he gets in that that left hand side of, the, of a front three, I think um, 
it's going to be huge returns. And he could really replace someone like, say, De Bruyne in our FPL teams because probably not going to be able to afford De Bruyne, Salah, Bruno, Sancho, Harry Kane, you know, Son, all in one team. So, yeah, it could be a real good budget option if he gets that move. Yeah, definitely. And that, I think that's what a lot of people find hard now. Like we mentioned just earlier, like a lot of the Brighton assets are going into teams because they're kind of those squad fillers because no one can simply afford to get all these premium assets in that. Obviously, you know, I'm a big Bruno fan. You know, I want Bruno in there. I want Harry Kane in there. I've got Salah in there. And now I'm kind of struggling with that back line. So it'd be interesting to see how that kind of happens over the next couple of weeks and see if we can find some more bargains um, or maybe taking out a premium option to uh, to then rotate and release a few funds to uh, spend elsewhere. I agree there, Jack. Um, there's a lot of bargains to be had so far, um, but I think more and more will come up as obviously transfers come in and you know we start to see some of these pre-season friendlies. Yeah, no, fantastic, mate. Well, um, what we'll do here now, we'll just uh, obviously jump off. Uh, I think that's going to be it for our preview kind of pod just at the moment. We've got plenty more to come. Uh, we wanted to get this content out to you as soon as possible, just to say that we are live. Our free mini league, our pay mini league are now open. Um, you can jump onto e-sportslive.com.au forward slash FPL addicts um, and you can join our free mini league there Code is 1KSRYW. So jump onto the Premier League uh, website, uh, go onto the Fantasy, join League, enter that code now. And then if you are looking to get into the Paid Mini League and join our community, we've got a fantastic, fantastic community on Discord to be a part of and a private channel if you are part of that paid competition. Um, the subscription is now live via PayPal, $4 a week. Some huge cash prizes uh, to be a part of um, and join. And... Uh, Obviously, going into uh, the season, we're super excited. Um, so, yeah, make sure you join in, comment, follow, subscribe, watch us. We're on every platform possible to make sure we are out there. Um, so, yeah, super excited. Obviously, we're, we're missing Elliot, we're missing Ollie, we're missing Statman Dave, our guests, uh, you know, Reedy, um, <laughs> who else? Everyone who's in our paid community, we're hoping to uh, jump onto our uh, podcast this, this, uh, this season. Yeah, there's lots of people to come on, lots of guests, lots of uh, fun to be had. So, yeah, look, join the leagues and get involved in the Discord. I think for me so far, you know, being part of the paid Euro Fantasy League, the, the Discord's probably been my favourite part. So, um, yeah, get involved, everyone. You, you'll love it. Yeah, the engagement interaction is superb on there. And even getting opinions and advice from from others in there is, is great and being able to bounce bounce off each other. Um, even though it does get a bit competitive in there and everyone's trying to hold the cards, but everyone is uh, <laughs> providing their their, uh, their 50 cents worth. But uh, that is it from us today. Um, we will see you very shortly. We'll be back on with another preview pod uh, next week. Um, and the Euros, we're still pending the result. But come on, England against Denmark, if that hasn't gone out by then. Um, and obviously, if we make it through to the final, we'll be uh, putting out a few more podcasts about that and celebrating for sure. So until then, that's uh, bye from myself and also the guru. Take care and uh, good luck in the uh, yeah going into the, with your draft teams. <laughs> <laughs>